from the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, we're Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com Or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good afternoon, folks. Welcome back to another bit of a conversation. Well, it's more of a monologue. One day it will be a conversation. We're working on these things, but you know what? Uh, we're approaching 30 podcasts out, and um, we're, we're, we're doing something apparently right because uh, the numbers are reflecting that people are listening, and the feedback is that... Uh, People are, are intrigued by the topics, and these are good things. And, and let me just reassure you that this has been a very long time in coming, and, and I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to listen, giving us your feedback, sending us um, messages. Um, it's, it's greatly appreciated. Today I, I, I want to talk about, and this is one that I'm actually recording without Rebecca even here. Um, I know enough what buttons to push to record. I don't know all the buttons that she knows. And so hopefully um, this, this, uh, this comes out okay. But I want to talk about life and sailing. I, I have been fascinated with sailing. I've been fascinated with uh, everything to do with um, tall ships ships basically if you have a boat with a stick and the stick is what is usually the the mast uh, whether you have one stick or two or three or four sticks it doesn't matter to me if you have a boat and it has a mast and you are using nothing but the pure innocence of the wind and when i say innocence i i, I mean that truly because the wind doesn't care if you're there or not uh, the wind is going to blow or not blow based on all kinds of other atmospheric things and, and climate. Um, but the fact is, um, if you're using just the simplicity of the wind, then you you are, as far as I'm concerned, you are, are on something magical. And that is what life is. Life is we breathe in and out. Our heart beats. The blood goes around. And just as simple as as that statement is, is, you know what, the wind blows and a boat moves. And when the boat moves, it's because the wind is blowing. But there are so many factors that go into that. And when I say so many factors, we were walking through the marina the other day, and there's a you know a boat there with a with twin keels or twin fins. Um so I'm gonna back up. A few years ago, somebody said to me about having a keel boat. And they were all excited that we had purchased a keel boat in their opinion. Well, the fact is every single boat, even if the boat has a flat bottom, like a bulk carrier or an aircraft carrier, they have keels. 
uh, all the keel is is the center of the the bottom of the boat and so um, sailboats uh, typically have a keel that sticks out from the bottom of the boat uh, and not always because some old square rigged sailing boats and some old barks and 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 so on they actually were built with piles of rock in the bottom of the, of the hull as ballast to keep the boat upright and so it was again um, you know this this series of, of conversations over the last few days that led to this this podcast creation when we look at a, a sailboat and if you're going to tune out you know don't I, I i i promise this isn't going to be near as boring as what it maybe sounds like when you look at a sailboat though it looks really simple right well the wind's just blowing and the boat's just moving but there are so many things that go into the design of a boat that affect how it sails, where it can sail, what it can sail, uh, the, the conditions. There are so many factors that go into it. You see these hydrofoil sailboats now in world racing that are, are breaking speed records left, right and center, where there is so little boat in the water and they are just really, truly right on the, the verge of... Of, of technologically um, you know, recreating what it means to be a sailboat. And yet, fundamentally, they still have keels. They still have all the same physics that are working against them, just like, just like us as people. And so, again, people will go to the, to the water's edge and they will watch sailboats on the weekend and they will watch sailboats and they will talk about them and they will go, that is so magical and beautiful. I don't want to be on one don't want to be part of it, going to get seasick. And you know what? That's a lot like people's lives. They look around and they go, oh, I wouldn't want to be any part of that person's life. I wouldn't want to be right there. I, I don't want to see this. Well, that's kind of sad because what happens is we miss out on the complexity of understanding what life is. And so the reason why I said don't tune out is because this may sound a little bit boring. But again, as we walk through the marina, Rebecca had questions about why this boat, why this, why is that keel so so long? And the 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 technical term for it is writing moment, and that is the the the, the difference of pressure between the wind in the sails and the keel trying to write, which just means to stand the boat back up. And so the balance between those two things is something called a writing moment. And so if there isn't enough keel and there's too much wind and too much sail, well, the boat will, can just very easily topple over and vice versa. If there is too much weight and not enough sail, the boat's not going to move very, very quickly, if at all. And so what happens is you're always trying to find this balance. And part of the balance is, is the ride. And so you can actually go out and you can get all kinds of data that's been created based on sail displacements and length of, of the water line and length of the hull and the beam and all of these, these phrases and technical terms about a boat. And you can sit back and you can go, oh, my dear, th that would be a, a nice boat to ride on. So um, the boat that I had before this one was a Catalina 380. Uh, the Catalina actually had a beautiful ride in all different types of wind and, and water conditions. 
But one of the downsides to the Catalina is that the co cockpit where you sit to sit to relax, where you sit to enjoy things, isn't very spacious. And so typically that's good when you're out sailing. However, I like to scuba dive. So therefore it made it really challenging to actually scuba dive off the sailboat because it was it was a challenge to try to, to get all of these things balanced out. Interestingly, what we ended up with also is this this very notion of of um, what would be the right way to put this this very notion of being able to go out there and and enjoy scuba diving and sailing and hence the boat that I bought now, which I do not believe is necessarily the fastest or the best sailing boat. Um, but it is a great sailing boat that is also a great boat to scuba dive off. Therefore, for me, it's a good boat. Going back to the Catalina 380, great sailing boat, not very good to scuba dive off. Hence why I was very happy to not uh, have the Catalina anymore. And so when we are looking at people, wouldn't it be lovely if we could get specs just like the specs of of a sailboat. And when I say that, I mean where we could go, okay, so how will you weather in a storm? How will you weather in various different elements that you come across? And when when I say that, I, I mean, honestly, wouldn't it be lovely uh, to be able to do that? So if we take a sailboat, as I said, and we, we look it up. So theoretically, um, when I when I go through all the specs, there's this thing called sailboat calculations. So sail area to displacement, balance to displacement, displacement to length, comfort ratio, capsizing screen formula, hull speed, pounds uh, per inch of immersion. And so these sailboat calculations give you the one that always is the one that is because I'm a fair weather sailor is comfort ratio. And so the boat that I have now has a has a comfort ratio of 23.9, which isn't great, but it's not horrible. So that means the bigger the weather, the worse that it is that it's going to ride. So if I take my old boat and if I put in, so let me just pull this up. It's going to just be a second here, folks. My apologies. So the Catalina 380 comfort ratio is 30. So I want you to pause there and think about that. So therefore, what that means, so the bigger than the number, the, the more comfortable it is in heavier weather, heavier seas. And so if you're going to go out and sail around the world, that's a huge factor. If you're going to be doing the type of sailing that I'm doing, it's less important. It is, it is hugely important, but it is less important. And so, again, one of these things that, that we want to do is we want to keep in mind that sailboats, when we look at them, there's a lot of factors that go into why this person buys a particular boat. Again, going back to relationships, wouldn't it be lovely if we could get a spec data 
sheet, right? Get all the specifications for the, for for this human being, and we can go. Okay, so how will they be as a parent? How will they be in financial, you know, crisis? How will they be in a recession? How they how will they be if they lose their job? How will they be if I get really sick? And wouldn't it be absolutely lovely if we could get all that data just like we could for a sailboat? So then we would have all of the intricacies and we would be able to understand, will this actually be a good match and a good fit for me for my life? And one of the things that, that is really interesting about this is that often this data is kind of sort of available. And I mean that like it is a little bit available. It's not detailed it isn't laid out as clearly and as simply as this is but it is absolutely truly it is it is available it's available by asking questions and by asking questions about what it is that we actually need and want where do we project our life going and so just like sailing people i i hear them all the time there's a a, a beautiful uh twin uh twin keeled boat uh and so it's a it has a keel but it's two fins and that boat is uh a steel boat that uh this young couple is is redoing and modifying and cleaning up and restoring with the plans of sailing around the world sailing away and and truly when i say sailing away i i mean truly uh sailing away at one point in my life, I had that thought that I would like to do that. And you know what? Maybe I will still. Maybe I won't. But the fact is, what I did in my lifetime is I looked around and I went, what is the balance for what I am likely to want to do? And so when I say that, I, I mean truly, what is it that I am most likely to want to do? And when you look around at the people who you decide to have in your life, they will have data available. And one of the most, most important pieces of spec to look at when you're looking at a partner, when you're looking at people in your world, what is their adaptability? So I'm going to go back to the Catalina. The Catalina was a fantastic sailing boat, a uh, fantastic big, big weather boat, uh, it, and it really was. Um, boat that I have now is a Hunter 410. Uh, that Hunter 410 is, is, is truly the, for the boat that I want for what I want to do at this moment in my life. And, you know, when we get married, uh, you know, typically we're, we're trying to get married for all the moments of our life, not just this moment in my life. And so when I have gone through the evolution of my boats, I had a Mirage and then another Mirage and then a Catalina and now a Hunter. When I look at what I want to do and, and how I want to do things, I have to understand that there is this, this, this understanding of, of evolution. And when I look around, did I take the time to actually look around and go, hey, this is good. This works for me. This doesn't work for me. So boat that I owned uh, before the Catalina had a comfort ratio of 19.95. 
you could get seasick on that boat. And I had many, many a people seasick on that boat and throw up overboard. Fun boat to sail. Uh, we'd get up there and, and, and it would move. It, it did uh, some really, truly just awesome things when it came to, to sailing and, and fun. Very, very light boat. Didn't take a lot of wind for that boat to get up and start moving, and uh, would and you could heal that boat boat over an awful long ways, and uh, and 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 it was quite exhilarating to sail, but it was not a boat for big weather, and so hence that comfort ratio. Looks looking at it and going, oh my word, so capsize screening formula, which I quite frankly don't fully understand, on the Mirage. It's 2.17. If, if, if we go back to uh, you know, either of these other boats, whether it be the Hunter 410 or whether it be the Catalina 380, um, you know, that, that, that same number, so the, the capsizing formula is 2.04 for the Hunter. So again, when you're looking at, at data, you're trying to find that best balance and the people around us were trying to find that best balance. Unfortunately, my life has changed more so than most people's lives have uh, over, over the course of me living. And so my life has become a bit more of, a, of, of sort of my, my age with owning boats. So again, I had a Mirage uh, actually, I had a CL, and then I had a Mirage, and then another Mirage, and then I had a uh, uh, Catalina, and now a Hunter. And so, uh, again, understanding this evolution means that we have to take a hard look, a really hard look, at what what our lives are. And there's lots of times that I am faced with couples who are faced with you know, bankruptcies are faced with business challenges or based with all kinds of other things that occur. And the person that we thought we're going to ride out this storm with us, it turns out that they don't have the same characteristics that we do, or they may have better characteristics than we do to weather the storm. And the storm could be the storm of raising kids. The storm could be of business or or employment changes, the storm could be health, the storm could be anything. But because we we don't actually always have or take the time to really look at the specs carefully, what we do often is we look at the specs in the moment. And we look in this moment, does this person work for us? And you know, are they beautiful? Do they have a job? Do they have this? Do they have that? And and we don't really take the time to actually look sort of worst case scenario we don't really look and go wow can you and and i've heard people when i ask them this and and i will say you know what what attracted you to this person and well they were available or and, and you know if we get right down honestly they were available or they met some other really basic tick box and we don't actually take the time to to go a little bit further and yet you know it's, it's funny i was at a funeral a couple of years ago and this guy, we got talking about boats, and he said, oh, you bought a Hunter. Oh, my God, they're such blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? The boat is what it is. Um, it's, it's a production boat, just like a Catalina is. Uh, I, I think it's a solid boat. Um, I have 
be constantly making modifications and changes and 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 so on to this boat and and quite frankly i actually quite enjoy the boat and not only do i enjoy the boat but you know what i i i think that it has a lot of a lot of actually quite nice features and so you know people can sit there and they can run it into the ground all that they want but it is the boat that suits my needs and it is the boat that suits my needs for what it is that i want to do uh, at this moment in my life, I have no desire to go to to get on it and to sail the North Atlantic over to uh, to the to the Irish coast or or to the Mediterranean or or anywhere else. Um, there is occasionally I have these ideas that I would like to do the Great Loop, which for anybody interested is basically going from the Great Lakes uh, down the Mississippi around Florida through the Caribbean a bit and then back up the the uh, east coast of the, of the United States and either in through at New York State uh, and come up um, through the the, the 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 rivers and 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 lock system that brings you into uh, either Lake Ontario or Lake Erie or uh, up and around uh, the provinces of, of uh, eastern Canada and uh, down the St. Lawrence I'm not sure that I would want to do that with a sailboat only because uh, there are uh, some fairly long stretches of that trip where you you actually have to take the the mast down and um, and you either have to have the mast on deck or or you have to uh, do other things uh, such as ship your mast to a destination and again so when I look around uh, people will all the time and I mean this sincerely and, and absolutely people will all the time you know, plan out these things and have big long conversations and will this work? Will that work? What about? What about? And yet, ironically, when it comes to their partner, we don't do that long-term strategic plan. We don't necessarily do that long-term and do we get out and try to figure out even what the specifications of this person is. Can they actually weather the storm that we want to weather? Can they actually adapt new ideas and can they actually sit here and look at things in a different way and grow with us? And so the next time you're out and you're looking at a sailboat and you're watching it sail through, through, the, through the, the, the water offshore and you're admiring the, the fact that it looks pretty or, or whatever it is that's going through your head about it, and it may also be, I'm glad I'm not on it. It looks like I would get seasick, right? They're, they're healed over, they're leaning. It's actually a beautiful experience for the people who actually know how to sail well and uh, go out there and enjoy it. It really is an incredible experience all the way around. Um, but I want you to stop and think about something else, which is there's a lot of data that goes into how and why that sailboat runs the way that it runs. And that owner has gone out there and purchased it based on uh, various characteristics that they're looking for. Uh, and hopefully they're looking long term because it's a huge investment. And those are the conversations that people will have. And I hope and I pray that what you will do is you'll look at the people around you just as though you're looking at a sailboat and you're saying, oh, my word, there's a lot of math. There's a lot of calculations. There's a lot of things that go into this. It's not just putting some fuel in the fuel tank, starting the engines and pushing the throttles forward and off we go. 
and a steering wheel. There's a lot more to it. And that is truly being part of, of a relationship. There's a lot more to it than what people want to give it credit to or credit for. So do me a favor, do yourself a favor. And I know that I always say don't do favors, but in this time it's a favor to yourself. Take the time to really critically look at the people around you. And if you're having a lot of questions and a lot of thoughts in your mind, don't mind having those tough those tough conversations. Don't uh, uh, stay away from, oh my word, I can't discuss this. It's gonna upset the person. Have the tough conversations so that you can find out whether they have the desire to weather the same type of storms that you may want to weather in your life or that may be thrust upon you, such as a diagnosis of MS or a diagnosis of Lou Gehrig's disease or something else. Because again, I have seen all too often people who have told me directly to my face, I didn't sign up for this shit and in explaining why they don't want to be with their partner anymore. So again, please um, have yourself a wonderful day, folks. Uh, I hope that you look at sailboats a little bit differently and I hope that you look at the people around you and are asking a little bit more critically, what is your comfort ratio? Um, because I, I'm, I'm working to figure out mine and I, I want to know that we can weather the same storm and we have the same desires on board. So for everyone here at Black Sheep, y'all have yourself an absolutely wonderful day and we will chat again very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. From the shores of the Avon, from here in Canada, Black Sheep Rebranded wants to pass along our thanks for tuning in. Please like us on social media. Please follow us wherever you can find us. Give us your feedback. Please be kind to each other. And remember that this podcast is not a substitute for mental health. This podcast is meant to inspire you to simply look at life and think about things in a different way and to approach your conversations a little bit differently. So again, your host, Rick Sherwood, and everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, thank you very much for tuning in, and thank you for allowing us to be part of your life and part of your journey, and we wish you all an absolutely wonderful day. Take care.